Studying the Bible is so critical to a successful walk as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut is pleased that you can join us today as we explore God's Holy Word. Hi, I'm your host, Patty Scalzo, and this is the radio broadcast known as Shi'ar Jashub, featuring our church's Sunday sermons delivered by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. The current Bible study series is entitled Heavenly Authority, and the current sermon is on the rise of the boy Samuel to be prophet in Israel. The text is the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 3, and we have already read in verse 1 how, at the time when the young Samuel was learning to minister to the Lord beside the high priest Eli, that the word of the Lord was rare and that there was no widespread revelation in Israel. And then at verse 2, reading from the New King James, And it came to pass at that time, while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. Young Samuel is confused by the voice, since he had not yet had the word of the Lord revealed to him, and he thought it was Eli calling him. But Eli, after the third instance, encourages Samuel to go back and lie down, and if the Lord calls him again, to respond, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Pastor Greg explained how the Hebrew word means to hear or listen with a view to obeying what is said. Samuel does as Eli instructed, and God reveals to the youth the terrible judgment against Eli's house for the wickedness of his sons, which Eli has not restrained. So now let's rejoin Pastor Greg for the conclusion of the Sunday message. Verse 15, so Samuel lay down. You can imagine what the little boy's thinking having received this. He lay down until morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord. He's doing all the service there. And Samuel was afraid to tell Eli the vision. Verse 16, then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. He answered, here I am. And he said, what is the word that the Lord, that Yahweh spoke to you? Please do not hide it from me. God, do so to you, and more also if you hide anything from me of all the things that he said to you. So Eli knows that the Lord is speaking to this innocent boy, and he wants to know now. He wants to hear, and he's charging the lad very strongly, tell me. Verse 18, then Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. And he said, Eli says, it is the Lord. He knows it's the word of the Lord. He knows how the Lord works. Let him do what seems good to him. He resigns himself. There's a pious acquiescence. He knows he deserves it. He knows his family deserves a punishment, and he accepts it. Verse 19, so Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him. And let none of his words fall to the ground. So whatever Samuel says as a prophet, 
as the Lord gives him the words, he then confirms them. None of his words fail. The Lord lets none of his words fall to the ground. They prove true. And as he grows, God is with him. Verse 20, And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba, and you said Dan, we studied Dan, right? They had went to the northernmost part of Israel, and Beersheba is in the Negev. It's the southernmost border of Israel. So from north to south, the whole land of Israel knew that Samuel had been established as a prophet of the Lord. So we see one of the first offices of Samuel. We're going to see Samuel is a prophet. He's the first of these group of prophets. Obviously Moses was a prophet, but of the official prophets. He's a judge. He's really the last of the judges. We're going to see he's a priest. He acts in the capacity of priest, though not in the order of Aaron. And so as such, this boy who is now growing before the Lord is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The whole of Israel knew that he was established as a prophet by the Lord. Then, verse 21, the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. For the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. The Lord appeared again in Shiloh. The NIV will say the Lord continued to appear at Shiloh. So you have now, with the work being done, with the raising up of this man, Samuel, a renewal or an augmentation of God's presence, of his dwelling at Shiloh, the tabernacle, where it belongs. And the drought is over. The prophet is there. He gives the word. What does it say here? He reveals himself to Samuel. The Lord appears again in Shiloh. And by the word of the Lord, the word of God, this Samuel is privileged to receive God's word, his prophecy, the very word of God that saves us, that lets us know about God. He receives it and says in the beginning of chapter 4, and the word of Samuel came to all Israel. As God gives Samuel his word, Samuel is obedient. Remember he says, I, I'm listening, Lord. I want to hear you, Lord. Speak and I will hear. I will hear and obey, it should be. He's obedient to then take the word and speak it out to the people of Israel. So the drought is over. The famine of the word of God, which was rare, is over. And again, the people are receiving God's word through the prophet. God reveals himself by his word. People, when you tell them that God desires to communicate with you, it's as though they're in a dream world. And they don't know what you're speaking about because you're in a different reality than they are. You hear from God. How does God communicate to you? Well, God gives us his word. And his word is totally true. And his word tells us all we need to know about him. And without his word, how would we know the Lord? And people criticize this book, but they don't really read it. I had a man that I had a discussion with a few weeks back, and he was trying to tear the Bible apart. He was trying to tear Christians apart for praying because God also communicates to us through his spirit, through the gifts of his spirit. When we pray to him and we read his word and meditate on his word, he will give us anointing that we will understand. And he was making fun of both Jews and Christians that have believed throughout the ages. And I said, have you ever prayed? And this man was approaching 60 years old. Have you ever prayed and said, Lord, if you're there, 
show yourself to me, and really sincerely meant it, not tested God to say, well, if you're there, Lord, make a thousand dollars appear. Rather, sincerely say, Lord, if you're there, I want to know you. Show yourself. And he was honest enough to say no. I said, well, will you do that? Let God show himself to you. And he wouldn't do it. So how can they know? When you speak about knowing the word of God, knowing the will of the Lord, praying and seeking the Lord's face, you're in one world, you awoke from the dream and you know the reality of life, and they're still behind the veil. Without the word of the Lord going forth, the people die of thirst. Here, again, with the word coming through Samuel, the people know the Lord is there. And we'll see the victories that God gives through his ministry. When it says, and there's symbolism to this, that it was before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle, what we read before, that this, this happened with little Samuel, that God starts this work. It's also symbolic because we know and we'll read about how the lamp goes out in the tabernacle. Right? Shiloh's going to fall. The tabernacle, the first dwelling place, as promised to Ephraim, the one who receives the firstborn right, though he was not the firstborn from Joseph, the one who receives the firstborn right, though he was not the firstborn either, but he received it because of what he did from Jacob. The first place the ark had to go was in Ephraim. And the first place it had to dwell as a permanent location was Shiloh. But we've seen the sins of Shiloh, and Shiloh will fall, and that God will raise up for himself the true permanent place, which is Jerusalem, which is in Judah. But before it happens, from the time of the prophecy to Eli, by the man of God, to the time that the light goes out in the tabernacle of Shiloh, the fulfillment of that punishment, God uses that time to bring up this boy, Samuel, that he would know the Lord, that he would be able to speak to the people, and so that when the light does go out at Shiloh, the people would not be left alone. And he would be the one then that anoints Saul and that anoints David, and so starts the whole united kingdom of Israel. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, and we ask, Lord, that we too, with sincerity, like an innocent child, like a little child, would cry out to you and say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Father God, give us a heart that would desire to hear your voice and obey the things you tell us. Father God, breathe revival again into your church. Make your church innocent as a child. Lord God, that there would be a pouring out of your spirit as never before. That there would be a pouring out of your spirit in all different peoples, Lord. All different tribes and tongues and languages. Upon men and women. Upon old men and young men, Father. That you would give them visions and dreams and prophecies. That the presence of your spirit would be so real, Lord that your people would not be as orphans, but, Father God, there would be a revival again, Father, that the drought would be done away with. And, Lord God, that which was started in the last century, 
would be magnified, would be amplified, that you would again appear in your dwelling of your people, the temple of Jesus Christ, and that your church would be whole and anointed and true. We pray, Lord, speak for your servants here. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I know in today's unbelievably busy world, it is difficult to find the time to write, but your words of encouragement are greatly appreciated. Also, if you feel prayerfully led of the Lord to help support the Church Fellowship Outreach of Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, your donations would also be greatly appreciated. Please send all correspondence and make out all donations to Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B Christian Tabernacle Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 Once again, that's Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 And if you are going to be in the Madison, Connecticut area I would like to invite you to join us for Sunday service. Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning for Bible study, praise, worship, and the Lord's Supper at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Town Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go down to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. We are in the yellow brick and white building. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shear Jashub.